This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. For NPR Music, you're connected to all songs considered. I'm Bob Boylan with not only new music from Big Thief, but I'm happy to announce their new album, and it's called Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You. And this new Big Thief record is a double album recorded in four locations over five months in upstate New York, Topanga Canyon, the Rocky Mountains, and Tucson, Arizona. They completed 45 songs, but 20 of them are what make it on the album. Here's Big Thief drummer and producer James Krifgenia to tell us about the unusual sounds we'll hear on the song we'll play called Time Escaping. So we kind of had this groove that felt good on the drums and we were sort of searching for guitar sounds and we kept wanting to get the guitars to be drier so there was more space because there's there's a lot of words. We wanted to kind of feel the funkiness in Buck and Adrian's fingers. So we ended up putting these little like metro cards or business cards or just stuff from your wallet in the guitar to sort of deaden it and it brings out sort of different harmonics because it's changing the distance between frets on the string and stuff like that. And it gives it that sort of percussive, really short attack sound. And so that's how this song was tracked. It was tracked with Buck and Adrienne in the same room playing these prepared acoustic guitars and Adrienne doing her vocal and Max on the synth doing that sort of arpeggiated thing, just playing that by hand and me on drums. And uh, it was really exciting. We recorded this with our friend Sean Everett and uh, he was sort of instructed to go crazy because on those acoustic sounds because he's great at that and he he came up with with a really powerful sound i think we put some backgrounds on and adrian did some ad lib takes which were fun that's just sort of the technical how-to side of it um i don't want to give too much away about the song but it's one of my favorites from the record and and i hope you enjoy listening
Sounds of Big Thief, recorded in Topanga Canyon, California, with engineer Sean Everett. It's now the fifth song release that we know will be on this new record, a 20-song double album called Dragon, New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You. And it comes out February 11th on 4AD. Another busy artist these days is Maya Friedman. I first heard her voice in the band Dirty Projectors, and more recently with her new group, Coco. And now comes a solo album from Maya. It's her first. It's titled Under the New Light. And Maya will introduce us to the song, Where the Rocks Are. This song, to me, is about the search for peace and the search for direction, contrasted by the moments in our lives when the search feels more difficult and rocky than we might wish it to be. Nature is my place of peace. It's where I feel the most grounded and content, hence this song being strewn with scenes from nature. When I close my eyes and think about where the rocks are, I see myself at Storm King, which is an outdoor sculpture museum in upstate New York. At this museum, there is a sculpture built by Andy Goldsworthy. It's a wall that winds itself through the woods. So I imagine myself at this park next to this beautiful wall with golden light coming in through the trees. And this scene brings peace to me and I think sort of sums up the feeling and where the rocks are. Sorry. 
That's Maya Friedman. Her new song, Where the Rocks Are, will be part of her first solo album, Under the New Light. And it comes out March of 22 on Last Gang Records. Justin Stanton of the group Snarky Puppy conceived an idea for an album. Bring in other musicians and composers and have each member write a new song in collaboration with another member of the group. The project is called Mirrors, and here's Justin Stanton to take us to the song I fell in love with called Una Rosa. In August of 2020, we assembled in Port Alegre, Portugal to record an album and had each member write a song with one other person in the group. Una Rosa is a song written by Michael and Gisela that talks about one of the most traditional symbols of love, the rose. The song talks about love as something that starts as a quiet revelation and discovery. Perhaps someone came into the narrator's life and makes him or her see the world differently to notice the roses. The narrator comes to love this person, but they've already left. All that's left behind are the roses.
project called Mirrors that includes Justin Stanton, Michael League, Becca Stevens, Luis Cato, and on that song, Gisela Schwau sang Una Rosa. It's break time and you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. When you book through Capital One Travel using the Venture X Card, you earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights, and you earn unlimited 2x miles on all other purchases. Plus, receive a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. On the TED Radio Hour... In the middle school cafeteria, Ty Tashiro always sat with his equally nerdy buddies. The socially awkward kids who were the furthest thing from cool. And he often wondered, Why am I so socially awkward and what am I going to do about that? Now Ty is a psychologist and expert on awkwardness. And he has some answers. That's on the TED Radio Hour from NPR. This message comes... These days, it can feel like the news is fighting for your attention wherever you turn, but staying informed shouldn't be a battle. Everything you need to navigate the stories that matter to you is at your fingertips. The NPR app cuts through the noise, bringing you local, national, and global coverage. No paywalls, no profits, no nonsense. Download the NPR app in your app store today, or you can go to npr.org slash NPR brings you the updates you need on the day's biggest headlines. The Senate narrowly passed the debt ceiling bill that will prevent the country from defaulting on its loans. Stories from across the world. Knowing how to forage and to live with the land is integral to Amis culture. And down your block. From CPR News, this is Colorado Matters. And you can find all of that and more in your pocket. Download the NPR app today. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. On November 11th, Pine Grove announced their fifth album, and it's titled, appropriately, 1111. And that number represents many things to the band. And here's Pine Grove's Evan Stevens Hall to tell us all about that and the song Alaska. Alaska is one of the early songs on 1111. And I always like to sequence the albums very intentionally so each song can advance the plot a word I use in this case very loosely, basically the themes and repeating images on the album. So that's part of the work Alaska's doing, part of its context. The song itself takes place on an airplane going diagonally across the country, a, a good vantage, I thought, for an overview. You see the rows of corn, which from above look like corduroy, which in turn looks like the number one repeating. You see trees and can't help but be reminded of the near-constant forest fires now across the west. You feel time behaving strangely in the liminal space of the cabin, which I guess here is a metaphor for how time has felt recently. And of course, our pilot is asleep at the wheel. So with all these things, there's kind of an absurdist repetition going on. Haven't we been here before? Why isn't society learning from our mistakes? A lot of this album is about the climate crisis and feeling angry at government inaction and almost preemptively mourning these landscapes we're seeing in the song. Mourning our future. The future is a public good, and it's being stolen from us by people continuing to profit off of the destruction of our planet. But at the same time, this song is kind of supposed to be catchy and accessible, sing-alongable. So when we sing it together, we can remember what being part of a community feels like. Because we need community right now. 
So it's important for us to practice. The music of Pine Grove from their new self-produced album called 1111, and it's mixed by Chris Walla. It comes out January 28th on Rough Trade Records. It's also the day they begin their tour in Charleston, South Carolina. I saw the band Why Bonnie in Austin at South by Southwest in 2019, and I loved their song Gold Rush. Now the Texas band is out with new music and it's in fact about Texas, and particularly about the town of Galveston on the southeast coast. Here's singer Blair Howerton to take us to that autobiographical tune, Galveston. Our new song, Galveston, is an ode to Galveston, Texas, which is a beach city on the Gulf of Mexico. It's about an hour away from my home city of Houston, Texas, and I would go there all the time as a kid. And the song's not only a retelling of childhood memories of mine, but also about the fear of losing those memories, which I think is something that we all worry about as we get older. We want to hold on to those good times for as long as possible. And I really wanted to capture the sensation of those little moments coming back to life as you dig around the old dusty corners of your mind that just tend to get more cluttered as you grow up and how right when you think you may have lost them they they pop back up and are just as you remembered them. Water to 
Why Bonnie? This song Galveston is just a single right now. We're hoping to hear more music in the new year. And I'll take you out with a new discovery with a unique sound. It's from Somali-born, London-based artist known as Face Soul. It's music that relies on the voice, not instruments, to carry the music and the message. The song I love is called The Path, and it has an even deeper meaning than I imagined. Here's Faisal to talk about this profound song and the project called Yishra. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It's all songs considered. I don't know if the path is necessarily a song or more so of a piece or a mantra or a moment of remembrance, you know? Because it's one sentence repeated again and again and again and again. And to me, I think sometimes the simplest messages hold the most powerful truths in them and the most potent truth in them. And I felt it was really necessary to add that in my project, especially at that time. My project's called Ishra and Yusra. It holds two meanings spelt exactly the same. So depending on your pronunciation, Yusra is the state of ease found within hardship in Arabic. So Yusra translates to ease. And Ishra, which is the same spelling of the same name, is the name of my close, close friend who passed away. He was my sister's partner. And he passed away last year during the recording process. And I really knew I wanted to immortalize him in some way and keep him with me. Um, as it was a difficult, difficult process and he was a magical person. So I made a project about moving through the process of grief, moving through the process of difficulty, moving through the process of separation into something better. And that's why I named it as such. And that's why I have the meaning, have hope no matter what they say in it. I pray you all enjoy it and it resonates with you.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Dignity Memorial. When your celebration of life is prepaid today, your family is protected tomorrow. Planning ahead is truly one of the best gifts you can give your family. For additional information, visit DignityMemorial.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Trials in multiple states, state and federal charges, plea deals, witness testimony, gag orders. The trials of former President Trump are really hard to keep straight. And that's why we created Trump's Trials, a weekly podcast where we break down the biggest news from each of his legal cases and what it all means for democracy in about 15 minutes. I'm Scott Detrow. Listen to Trump's Trials from NPR.